You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode 85. Our goal was not to work in you know, our business, but to work for the world in other ways and have our business support that. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to another episode of Wholesaling Inc. brought to you by Investor Grit. My name is Cody Hoffheim and I am super excited to be with you again today, tribe, and ready for Rhino Nation to learn how they can better their wholesaling business by taking just simple actionable items, simple steps. And so today we have another episode that's going to deliver some gold nuggets that you can implement today so that you can explode your wholesaling business. Today we have Josh and Marlena Dates, and they are from just south of Daytona in Florida. And they've been in the tribe now for about, oh, just a little over, oh, almost, I guess almost a couple years. It was October of 2015. And they have found massive success. In fact, those names might sound familiar as they have been on the podcast before. But since then, they are grabbing the rhino by the horns and taking it to two, to like new levels. And so we're going to kind of figure out what it is that they've done for all of 2016, what they've done so far for 2017. And then we are going to deep dive step by step a deal that they're working on right this second so that you can now literally take notes, do whatever you can to listen so that you can go out there and implement these exact same strategies and get yourself one step closer to your first deal if you've never done one or add an arsenal of new gold nuggets if you're already wholesaling and you're just looking for new ways to capitalize in your market. So without any more to say, let's bring on Josh and Marlena. How the heck are you two doing? Hi, doing great. We're doing awesome. How you doing, Cody? I'm How you doing, doing Fantastic. And I'm super excited about today's podcast because it's, it's, I don't think we've done this. In fact, you guys might be the first tribe members that have been on the podcast twice. So I'm super excited about that because you continue to find new areas to find success in wholesaling. And so it just intrigues the heck out of me that you guys are just doing successful things. You're, you're, you're growing your business. And in fact, I don't want to share too much, but kind of share the update and what that has actually done for you and your life for like 2016, what that looked like, what you're able to accomplish at the end of 2016, so that you can kind of share maybe your success story and what it's been for your family. Sure, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, just a little bit of background about us. We both come from teaching careers, and I kind of took the leap out of that earlier than Josh did. Um, he just left at Christmas time, actually. So I'll let you tell. I'll let him tell you about that in a moment. You know, we've been doing some real estate along the way in the past few years, and we, you know, had had some successes. Learned how to do a lot of different things, a lot of creative things. Really enjoyed it, but at the end of the day, it was still just a job that we were owning. It wasn't really a business, and so we 
got to Wholesaling Inc. and Investor Grit um, and came into the program because we wanted to learn how to really run a business that could one day run without us and really support all of our other goals in life because our goal was not to work in you know, our business, but to work for the world in other ways and have our business support that. So last year was kind of our year of putting a lot of the pieces together. We had some right out of the gate success and that's when you know we did the last podcast. In 2016, Josh continued working full time and I kept working on the business and we did a couple of deals on the side that we probably shouldn't have done because it kind of distracted us. We did a major rehab and a couple of other creative deals that you know I kind of looking back wish we just focused on the wholesaling. But the net result of that is we tripled Josh's teaching salary last year in our wholesaling business. And that is implementing really honestly a bare minimum because I was pregnant last year. We just had a baby, you know, still homeschooling our teenage daughter. And I help homeschool other people's kids and sometimes take on odd jobs. And Josh was still working full time. Um, so I, to us, that's that's huge. That's more money than we've ever made together in our working lives. And we both have degrees. I have a master's degree. You know, we've been, <laughs> we've been at life for a while. So getting to this point has been really awesome. Holy cow. Like I'm sitting here listening to this and I know we kind of already chatted about this before we even pushed record starting this podcast, but it just blows my mind that, did you say three times the amount of what Josh was making as a teacher for 2016? That's right. And pretty much, I wouldn't say part-time because I know you guys also like, you're, you guys are humble with the words you say. And that's what I really love about the two of you. You guys are like go-getters, go-givers, but you're out there working. But obviously, you can't do it full, full, full time because you said yourself, you got Josh teaching and you were still homeschooling as well as homeschooling some of other people's kids, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we help also with uh, our local investors association. We run the local chapter of it, and so you know we try to get our hands in a lot of different things and give back in the community, especially the real estate community. But I mean, it's just been so great being part of the tribe because that's just bolstered everything else that we're doing. It's giving us more freedom, just all around. You know, more security, more stability, more ability to go out there and do more good work in the world. So we're very excited about what the future holds. Yeah, and 2016 gave us a a great foundation for us to think about me leaving teaching and going full time with Marlena and also step into step into some roles and making this not just leaving my job for another job, but also just making it into a, a business mm-hmm. that we can run and we can help other people and manage other people. So tell me this, Josh, um, what is it? Because I think this is something that might resonate with a lot of our listeners here. What was it that held you back even a full year? I mean, right out of the gates, you were doing success in 2015. You go into 2016 and you're, you're obviously doing good throughout the year. What was it? Was there any kind of mindsets, any like breakthroughs that you had to go through to ultimately jump out in December of 2016 from the, let's call it the nine to five from going oh, to yeah. being a teacher? Like, tell me a little bit about that, what that was yeah, for you. I- I definitely um, had some limit, limiting beliefs about, you know, the employee mentality where, you know, to be a good person, you need to work hard, be an employee, and work for 30 years and get your pension and whatnot. And Marlena has definitely been the forefront of our business and is leading us in a, another direction. And, you know, eventually I just saw the light also and say, you know what, <laughs> you know, we know what our why is. Our why is to spend more time with our family and to give to the world. And that has been, you know, leaving teaching and doing this full time with with her and spending out pretty much every waking moment with our children has been an amazing, amazing gift. And we have been very blessed. 
Such an awesome and powerful why. And I now probably looking back, you're like, man, why did I do this even sooner? Exactly. I, uh, that is so cool. That is so cool. Because there is, there's those limiting beliefs that sometimes we call them like golden handcuffs that, oh, but I get insurance or, oh, I get a pension or, oh, they match my 401k. But a lot of those things is, is I guess, going back to what we call it is the golden handcuffs. Because you can actually, if you step outside of the box and, and look at what some of those benefits are, sometimes they end up being a little bit more like distractions because you can end up doing so much more. And ultimately on top of that, hang out with the people you love and want to be with like 24 seven, if you choose to. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I mean, I really feel like our business is just the way that we live our lives today. You know, we go out, we talk to people, we try and help in any way we can. Sometimes a deal comes out of it and we get a check, which is awesome. But at the end of the day, I really feel like a sense of fulfillment doing what we do. And I always loved my students and the people that I worked with when I was teaching, but I just never felt at the end of the day, the feeling that I feel just constantly now. And I mean, it gives back to our family in great measure. And then we're able to give even more to the world because of that. So, I mean, it's just, it it continues on in a beautiful cycle and it's showing our children too, what it looks like to be an entrepreneur instead of go to work for somebody else. Um, And so hopefully is, you know, building a future for them in other ways as well. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me this, Josh, now, well, I guess Josh and Marlena, now that Josh is full-time in all of 2017, has that also, have you seen like a, a jump, a bump in how many people you've been able to help out, how many people you've been able to solve their problems, ultimately putting homes under contract. Like, has that also, have you seen a big uh, increase in that regard with, with now both of you here with more time dedicated to it? Yes. So actually, this has been the biggest, most amazing thing for us this year. Um, we we learned our lesson doing that last rehab and decided that we will not be distracting ourselves with that kind of stuff any longer, that we're just going to focus totally on the wholesaling business and implementing the other aspects of the program that we haven't really got that far into implementing yet because it's totally progress, not perfection yeah. in our business. We've taken steps and we keep taking steps forward, but we're certainly not in a rush. And you know, now we're starting to see some of those elements come together in ways that are just exponentially growing our business. So around January, Josh came home and then we also started working with two other partners in other markets. So we kind of expanded that way as well. And they're people that we know from previous real estate activities and training that we've done. And they're great people. So we love partnering with them. And we got um, a pre-screening person who came onto our team who's amazing. So all this work started getting taken off my plate. And Josh and I work with buyers, primarily Josh. And so he's fulfilling a role that I used to be filling. And so, you know, we're all starting to synergize with our little bit of the business that we're doing. And we're now hiring on an acquisitions manager as well. So we've gotten to the point this year where we have already surpassed the ceiling that we hit last year. And that's just with our half of the business because we're splitting most of it with partners. I mean, they're showing ventures, but you know, basically we're splitting almost every single deal that we've done this year with partners. And we've still already broken through last year. So that's Holy very exciting. smokes. So we are actively hiring somebody right now who's going to start within the next week or two. And our partners are going to slip into a supervisory and training role and help 
bring those people along so that there's a little bit less on my plate in that regard. Um, of course, we all have the same sorts of training and, you know, we've been able to work together in some of the principles that I've learned from uh, the Wholesaling Inc. Investor Grit Coaching. I've been able to bring that into our training as well. So we have a pretty robust setup for our training and our systems now, which is great. We're starting to plug people in. We're shooting to hire up to three people by the end of the year. So that, uh, you know, at that point, we're going to have basically a franchise model that we're going to be able to put in other markets if we want. And really, the sky is the limit at that point. So, you know, Josh was saying we're kind of at the tip of the iceberg of what we're about to be able to do. It's funny (laughs) because I never realized what the possibilities were. And every time we break a ceiling, I see another possibility. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. So here's the thing I want to point out, because I think that's it's unique. You get into wholesaling, and ultimately, you're wearing all of the hats. But the best part about it, it's, it's basically focusing still on one thing, just wholesaling. But then once you get big enough, and you're getting enough appointments to go on, enough phone calls, enough contracts, that you're able to truly scale this up and start to automate pieces of it. But I love what you're doing here. You're talking about scaling up where you're focusing people on one thing within the business. So one person's dealing with buyers, one person's dealing with sellers, one person's dealing with maybe marketing. But as you do that, you truly see the results. You truly see this, uh, this scaling up process because now you're taking that one thing and going even one step further with like a more granular approach on focusing on one thing, each person, so that you're just super, super focused, hyper-focused, each on one thing that all makes up wholesaling. Absolutely. And, you know, like I was saying, we got into the tribe because I wanted to learn how to really make this into a business instead of just a job that I would keep working. And, you know, it really is starting to feel like that now. And, you know, I go back to the e-myth by Michael Gerber. You know, once you start to structure your business into different roles with different duties, you know, you can start to plug people into those roles and all of a sudden you're not doing those things anymore and life takes on a totally different quality. So, you know, that that's the real feeling of having a business that's going to work for you instead of, you know, a job that you're going to continue to work for and take all the risk as well. Yeah. And it lets the people that are working with us focus on one thing and be successful at that one thing. And everyone gets really good and we synergize and mm-hmm. you can see the results from it. Absolutely. I love it. So now let's go right into the meat and potatoes. I know you have probably quite a few deals right now and plenty in the pipeline, but let's specifically deep dive a deal that's going on right now. The one we kind of chatted about before we got this going and let's kind of go right from the beginning, what it looks like in the sense of right from marketing, how you marketed it, what did you market with? And let's go step by step and and, and go through this granularly so everyone can understand what they could do today if they took this same action. Okay, sure. And I would just like to state that, as I, I said, progress, not perfection. And, you know, we've still been kind of small on our marketing. Um, not that we've intended to be, but just because we've had enough leads coming in that, you know, we kind of take them one at a time. So we've been closing a few deals a month on average, and we're averaging about $10,000 per deal. And so it's still kind of small, and we're still hitting these big numbers, which is great. Um, so this particular mailing, we sent out a thousand pieces of the um, the handwritten postcard. Okay. Uh, very standard for the tribe. And we got a call from a gentleman who is the uh, power of attorney for one of his congregants. Oh, which list was it? Oh, I'm sorry. It was a tax delinquent list. Oh, tax delinquent. Uh, okay. 
Yes, and we had to get that from our public records, which in our county, you can get it online, but you have to really spend a lot of time cultivating the list. Is it a free list or does it end up costing you money to get? This one is free. Okay. So wasn't free in the sense that I did hire an overseas VA to go through and, you know, pull addresses and make sure the list was ready for mailing. So it wasn't free totally. So smart though. Access to it is free. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a nice list and we're actually going to be using that list to test out cold calling as well pretty soon. It's been performing pretty well with the mailing. So we're going to target it that way as well. Um, but so we sent out a thousand pieces and a pastor contacted us on behalf of the congregant that he's the attorney in fact for. And he said, you know, basically she has moved up north and, you know, actually it's an interesting story. His whole congregation kind of followed him up north. Uh, So they live in Alabama now. But so he's selling off this property on her behalf. And he said, you know, if you can get to such and such number, then, you know, we can do business. So we ended up at $40,000. And this was actually our partner, Sergey, who was negotiating this deal. And, you know, we help out with the negotiations and we'll show up at the appointments, especially with the baby. It's nice to get out and talk to sellers and be there. But, you know, we certainly, he he handles most of it for us, which is wonderful. So we don't have to be there. It's more a choice to, uh, you know, go and be around people. Well, well first, once the, the mailer goes out, we have another person named Jennifer that does the, the first touch with the call. Sure. Okay. And, and she um, pretty much will let our acquisitions manager know if it's motivated or not motivated. And if it's motivated, he gets, he gets a, um, a message right away. To go and call this person, let's get a let's get an appointment set up. Yeah. What and was what was specific about this phone call that sounded motivated? Before even more than just like, okay, this lady's moved to Alabama to follow um, this congregation. Like, what else stood out in this particular call that that sounds like motivation? Well, I'd like to say that there was something really clear, but it was no more clear than he was just saying, you know, if you can meet this number, then we'll do business. So it's not always that easy, obviously. Well, was Um, it already a deal at that number, what he said? Pretty much. I mean, we said, you know what, definitely we'll come out and take a look at the property and we'll bring a contract and we were looking to lock it up. And in the meantime, in the background, we're doing some due diligence. And a lot of the research that we do happens automatically in our Podio system. And then Jennifer, who handles our calls, We'll fill in the blanks for that kind of thing, and then we'll kind of take a look at it, even if we're on the road on the way to the property. So Podio really makes our, our system function in the background in a way that it wouldn't if we didn't have that in place. So I'd like to make note of that as well. Well, um, quickly, if- so that Tribe Na- or Rhino Nation kind of catches this. So Podio is just a simple, well, I wouldn't say it's simple. It's a, it's a great system, but it's a CRM. It's a customer relationship management system that you can put all your leads into. And so you have like an automated system when a lead comes in. Yeah it starts pulling up and doing calculations on the home. That's right. And there are some great systems out there that you can purchase, like subscription sort of thing uh-huh. that will do what, what our system does. But I happen to have built ours over the past year and a half and you know, really kind of customize it to the way that I wanted it to work. So it's been great that I can pretty much tell it what to do and it'll do whatever I want it to do. So, I mean, we have a lot of automations from contracts going out at the click of a button, mail merged with all the information from public records for the property. And, you know, we can do a lot with the system. It pulls information from Zillow so we can get a very quick view of the property and, you know, what different comps in the area are. So we do all that kind of stuff and get out to the property. And then essentially we're able to lock down that deal very quickly since we were able to determine it looked like that was going to be a fair number for us. Um, Did you go on that site? Like, were you, was everyone already gone and you were just looking at this property with no one else or did they meet you down there? Did they drive down there to meet with you or what did that look like? 
Well, that was another reason why we thought there was motivation because he's in Alabama. And every time we talk, well, actually, every time our acquisition manager talked to him, um, he was ready to jump in that car that second and drive down to sign a contract. Yeah. Or talk to us. And how so we, many, how many hour drive ish is I, that? I think it's like an I eight or nine hour like drive. Eight or nine hour drive. That's down. definitely some motivation there. <laughs> yeah. well, I will say he's been trying to drive down for every little tiny thing that needs to happen that needs a signature. So, and he's got family down here still. I think he really likes to drive. So, you know, it's more the, the other lady's motivation and he was kind of her representative, but certainly it was an interesting story. I mean, we actually locked up a church that he was selling. Um, it was his previous church. So we did lock up a church as well, but that's a totally different. Wow. <laughs> totally different. So multiple times doing business with this gentleman, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. That is fantastic. So he meets you at the property. Ultimately, how, what were you able to do from there? Uh, well, we got the contract in order pretty quickly, and then uh, we did notice it's a wood frame house. And here in Florida, you know, for various reasons, people don't really like this. So we did want to check on the value and make sure that our numbers seemed accurate before we went and marketed it. And we don't always do that, but we've been kind of debating of doing that as part of our policy to get an appraisal. We have somebody that'll do a drive-by appraisal to give you a professional idea of comps, and it's like $125, so it's very inexpensive. And we did have a WDO inspection to see if there was any active termite issue going on there because we wanted to make sure that a buyer didn't have to try and figure that out for themselves. So we put that together with our marketing package on this deal and shot it out. And, you know, that supported our value very strongly and also gave them, you know, a professional inspector's perspective of the property. Uh -huh. And we were able to lock it down with a buyer for 55.9. So, so 40 to 55.9. And you put under contract that what was the original you said? 40,000. 40,000. And then you're able to assign that to a cash buyer for 55.9. Actually, in this case, we're double closing, so we will be paying a little bit of closing costs. That was just, you know, on a case by case basis, we decided uh -huh. to do. Usually, we assign. So, but this is, you know, a little bit bigger, and our partner, you know, we've decided that we would double close on this one. Not bad. So, net wise, what did that end up looking right around ballpark? So we're closing on this. Uh, it was supposed to close last week, but it got delayed um, for a couple of days. So we're closing on it, and we're splitting about fifteen thousand net with our partner. So seventy five hundred. Holy cow! And I'm going to get ready to share a sound that you're very familiar with. By the way, hold on one second. All right, we got the victory bell firing off for you. Fifteen thousand nine hundred dollar. Fee on this, which is phenomenal. But the best part about this is your sense of urgency. Do you guys answer live or is this going to a voicemail and calling back? Right now, we've been just doing the voicemail, but okay. as we need to plug people in, yeah, we're kind of developing the system to be more of a live answer. And um, also, as I mentioned, do a lot more cool calling as well. Because I, I think, you know, being on the phone with people just straight off the bat, there's a there's a lot of power to that versus trying to call them back and get back in touch with them. And sometimes it takes a lot longer to actually get them on the phone that way. Well, one thing I forgot to ask you both is when you do go to voicemail on this particular call, how long before he, like when he called, how long did it take before you got back to him? Uh, well, so Jennifer, she actually, it's great that the people on our team, we all have families and everything. And so we just love working together. Jennifer homeschools her four children. 
And so she does this from home, um, working with her children throughout the day. So every once in a while, it'll take a little bit longer to jump on the phone. So I'm not exactly sure how quickly she got to this one, to be honest. But, you know, our policy is that within 20 minutes, you know, she needs to be able to get on the phone with the sellers. And she's been pretty consistent about that. So we kind of trust her with that role and have never had any issues with that. I love it. That's the main thing I wanted you to to just smack on the on the head of the nail right there is the sense of urgency. 20 minutes or less is there is there structure for their their company that you get back to these sellers 20 minutes or less because it's so crucial that you get back to them. Sometimes these these sellers are calling and they may only be, let's say they're on a lunch break or something and they only have a half hour and they've got to figure things out and what to do with their home. And so if someone doesn't call them back, they're calling someone else. So there's got to be that urgency, that sense of urgency to get back to individuals and get back to them quick. No lead left behind. And that's one thing that I love seeing the two of you do within your organization, within your business is making sure you get back to these leads super quick and no lead left behind. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, in this case, I mean, this gentleman could have picked up the phone and called somebody else if we didn't answer or get back that quickly. And the deal, the multiple deals that we're dealing with him could have been off the table for us. So, you know, is very important. And that's something that we've learned through trial and error over the years. You know, there've been times when it was just me and I just, I could not get back quickly enough to people. And I'm sure I lost deals because of that. So, you know, it's Important, especially as you're getting started, make sure you get on the phone immediately with people as quickly as possible. And as soon as you can, hire that role out, whether it's to an acquisitions person or a call person, so that you have somebody dedicated to handle that. Okay, now on a full on like 360 back to the beginning and encircling everything you're doing to help Rhino Nation have like a gold nugget, something that if you could look back, to the very beginning, and you're at square one, day one, what advice would you give some of our new listeners that are just listening maybe for the first time or still maybe haven't done their first deal? What would be your advice that you would give them now that you're experienced wholesalers? Well, I know for me, I think the thing that hits home the most with everybody that we work with is just how genuine we are and we want things to be a win for everybody involved. And so whether it's lending partners that we've worked with that, you know, we're always willing to go the extra mile, you know, or it's the sellers that we work with, you know, we we still do creative deals. I mean, any way that we can get a deal, we'll get a deal and we'll even sell creative deals wholesale. So, you know, we really try and get in there and assess the situation in depth and help the people that we're dealing with, even if we don't end up doing business with them at the end of the day. And so, you know, we've seen people start going to church after, you know, doing a deal with us because we've spent time with them and been in their lives. And I think that, you know, coming from teaching, especially, you know, you have to have a teacher's heart to want to do a job like that. It's really a calling of wanting to help people. And, you know, I got out of teaching, but still that was my heart. And so this job has afforded me the opportunity. I call it a job because it's my job, but you know, it's just, it's the thing that I love to do because I love helping people. And that's been for me, I think a huge aspect of our success, just always constantly trying to give of ourselves to help other people. And, you know, I see a lot of people really worried about competition in the market you know, we talk to a lot of other investors and they're like, oh, why would you go on the podcast and share all these things freely, for example? And to me, you know, I'd rather help other people toward their success and us all do business together because there are plenty of houses out there to buy and sell. There are plenty of contracts out there to buy and sell wholesale. 
you know, there is plenty of work to do in the world that's good work, and there's enough money for everybody to make. So having that abundance and go-giver mentality, really, I, I think it's the key. So, 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 so huge. Josh, what about you, my man? I would I would say the biggest thing is, is make sure that, especially if you're wholesaling, marketing is the key to this business. And you like that was the big thing for us getting into um, Investor Grit and working with you and with um, Brett Daniels and and one thing I really like about this group is that we're, we're constantly brainstorming. You know what what list is working good right now, which what technique is the most successful, and we're all sharing that with each other mm-hmm. and just getting getting in touch with a group like this has been amazing for us. Yeah, it really is a mastermind. So it's just been so wonderful to be a part of it. I love it. And I couldn't agree more. In fact, I had a conversation with a gentleman this morning and I literally said, in the wholesaling arena, I will put the tribe, this community, up against any community out there because we're all of an abundant mindset. In fact, you're not going to sit well with us or fit well. In fact, you probably won't feel comfortable unless you're of an abundant mindset because we're all go-givers. Everyone that joins the tribe is a go-giver. We're here to help each other. We're all going to the ocean with five-gallon buckets. There's plenty of water. There's plenty of deals for everyone. And I, I just had this exact same conversation. I love the tribe. I love this community. And there is no one stronger. There's no community in wholesaling strong as the tribe. It's incredible to be a part of it. And it's incredible of the things that I learn each and every day from individuals like yourself and so many countless others and how we're able to just grow from one another. So couldn't agree more with you guys. Amazing stuff. Totally agree. Okay. Let's uh, let's give one closing book. Something that I always love is give someone something to read, something to give them uh, some motivation, inspiration. What would be a good book that the two of you like? Uh, one book that would help people out there that has helped you. Okay, well, I'm going to have to cheat and give more than one because I can't help it. But um, the Bible would really, I mean, when we really started reading the Bible and taking it very seriously to try and live our life by its tenets, all of a sudden things really started to open up for us. Doors started to open up. Our hearts started to open up even bigger than what we already thought that they were. So that's been just an amazing piece of our success for sure. Um, Beyond that, I mean, we have like kind of like our life through books, like each book that we, you know, we're reading at a certain time in life has taken, taken us in a new direction and gotten us to where we're going. Um, so certainly I would recommend all the books that are recommended in the tribe or on the wholesaling anchor and Buster grit website. But another big one for us just in building our business was the email thinking, teaching us to think as real entrepreneurs, instead of as people who would own a job or, you know, try and hire other people to work with them in their job, but really to become entrepreneurs through running a business. I love Maybe it. Josh has. Yeah, what's the book? Totally what's agree. the book, Josh? Or is that um, the book you're going to say? Well, yeah, first and foremost, the Bible has been like a life-changing book for, you know, just living by the word has changed our lives tremendously. And without words, grateful for that. And But I would say falling forward, yeah. failing forward. Yeah, failing forward. Yeah, John Maxwell. I love that book. Yeah, that one's been a huge one for us. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Again, progress, not perfection. You're going to stumble and fall. You're going to make mistakes. But if you don't go out into the world and make mistakes, you're not going to learn. I mean, I think of our little baby. He's not quite at crawling stage yet, but he's he's getting there. And he keeps face planting into the ground <laughs> or whatever else he's near. And, you know, he doesn't cry or, like, just lay there and 
but he's not ever going to crawl. I mean, he just keeps getting back up and going back after it. So, you know, just using that as a great example, just be like children and go after it know that you're going to fail and just get back up and keep on trying because you will meet with success in this business. Well, you guys are absolute rock stars. Thank you so much for joining us today on Wholesaling Inc. podcast. So excited for your guys' future. And truly, from uh, from Tom's heart, my heart, thank you for joining us and helping inspire this great nation on what they can do to wholesale their first deal or many deals down the road. Well, thank you guys for all that you do. because It's just amazing that you put out everything that you do put out and help so many people. Yeah, thank you very much. Rhino Nation, you have heard another incredible, incredible podcast by Josh and Marlena Dates out of Florida who continue to go out and serve individuals. And the byproduct is they get a lot of homes under contract. You heard that through the podcast. This is one to download. This is one to take notes on because there's so many gold nuggets given throughout this whole podcast. Listen to it over and over again. If you will just implement one thing, one thing different that you're not currently doing right now, I promise you it'll get you one step closer to your first deal or your next deal so that you can then wash rinse, repeat, and do it over and over again. Thank you so much, Rhino Nation, for joining us, and we will see you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.